name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. VIP Sports Podcast, number 76. I'm Steve Stevens, a.k.a. The Bookie Killer. Uh, with my guy that was missing last week, the big skipper, a.k.a. the chiropractor. Good afternoon to you, Skip. How nice you doing? To, How's n- everything going, Steve? Buddy, nice to have you back, buddy. I couldn't, I mean, I didn't, what happened? Nice to be back. I just zoned out for a little bit. Zoned out. Buddy, we know exactly what happened. You celebrated Cinco de Mayo a day too early. <laughs> yeah, and it's been running for about a week. <laughs> yeah, you went on about a week-long run, didn't you? Yes. My God, are you okay, or... We turn the lights up in here. It's like a fucking cave. I can't even see this shit, buddy. It is what it is. You're a superstar, man. I mean, if you can't handle the pressure of the of, of doing a simple podcast, I mean, God, are you turning prima donna on me now? I'm just a rat in a cage. Uh, keep it real, because I mean, when you start getting your nails done and you start demanding heavy heavy on water, let's, and let's let's make it clear, I don't get my nails done. Okay? <laughs> I said when you do, I'll give you an example. The fucking uh, you remember the bounty hunter guy, the dog, the bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker started out as just some rough little guy. By episode seven, eight, nine, season seven, eight, nine, this guy has his nails getting done, right. his hair feathered, uh, his leather chaps fucking oiled up. The well, whole you don't, well, you don't have to worry about any of that with me. However, I do get a, I do get a, a pedicure once a month. Well, do, well, you got to keep them feet clean. Got to keep those feet clean. I mean, you put unlike, some pressure on those motherfuckers. The least you could do is take care of those motherfuckers. Unlike our boy Scotty out there in the office. Oh know? my God, he hasn't keeping his fucking it, feet clean in three months. If, if I had to label his feet the way they're barking, it'd have to be similar to like a pit bull oh, or a, a deep Great Dane, because that motherfucker will clear out. Uh, a whole room, dude. Those feet are barking straight like any German shepherd I've ever heard. Dude, I got a game this afternoon stronger than the smell oh. of Scotty's feet. Oh. And you know how strong that is, don't you? Oh. <laughs> anyway, man, glad to have you back. Nick Fondo, uh, shout out to you, Nick, out there in Florida. I know uh, uh, you're out there with your family. Gave you a week off. Filled out for the big skipper last week. But mm-hmm. uh, we really did miss you. Glad to have you back, pal. Is everything good with you? See what happens when somebody fills in for me? you got to send him on a week's vacation after that. Yeah, he lost his mind. But you know what? He did pretty good. He did and, great. And uh, the show must go on. You know, show rain or shine, the Veronica, show must go on. Veronica helped you carry it through, I saw. Well, with the mic being off, yeah. Shout out to uh, Paparazzi in production last week for having Veronica's mic off. You <laughs> Nice job, Poppy. <laughs> it is what it is, man. I love it. Back at it, ladies and gentlemen. we got a great podcast for you guys today. Skipper, before we get into our podcast, which is going to be exhilarating, exciting, informative, one of a kind, over and beyond what you ever fucking thought was possible, on another level, uh, you know, stuff like that. Why don't you tell these listeners and people, uh, if they want to get a hold of us, people that want to start making money, how they can get a hold of us, tell them where to find us on our social media. Will you do that for me, pal? This is podcast number 76, my Philadelphia 76ers. Can't think of any offensive linemen that were 76 my brain's still a little foggy. Who's the first uh, player that you think of when you think of 76ers? I, 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 I instantly said I, I, Iverson popped in my head. I think of Darren Bollinger, my uh, my fellow tackle back in high school. One of my dear friends. We wrestled together, played football together. I said when you think of the 76ers, oh, okay. who do you think of? He, was, thinking, the, he you, was the first 76 that came to my mind. Shout, uh, shout out to Big DB. Shit, you must have been good, DB. So uh, Philadelphia 76ers. When I say 76ers, what's the first na- name that pops up? 
Julie Servin. Okay. I, exactly. I said Iverson only because I seen that special last Darryl night. Daryl Dawkins. Tell these people how to get a hold of us. Iverson. Yeah. Listen, people, what we do is we beat games. We're professional sports bettors. And we get that information to you, the general public, whether you've never bet before, you're thinking about betting, or whether you're uh, a novice better and you just need some extra bullets. You can call us at 877-220-6540. If you're looking for a free pick, you want to see how we do, go to our website, VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We have packages on there for all levels, all shapes, all sizes of sports bettors. Doesn't matter if you're betting hundred dollars a game or hundred thousand a game. We got something for you, and that's but, a, but and that's a winner. But yeah, absolutely. But what we don't have is just a conversation. No. Like if you're looking to talk sports or you want to conversate, no offense, but watch ESPN. Don't call us to just have a conversation. Unless if you, want, you made your yeah. mind up, you made a decision. Uh, there's more money in sports betting than any other investment in the world, and you want to give it a fucking shot and get paid. Mm-hmm. Call us. And Unless you will. want to talk about the 1980 World Champion Phillies, I'll talk to you about that. Subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or iTunes. Make sure you put some comments in there, because we love reading your comments. Uh, let's just know that you're involved. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at VIP Sports LV, or you can direct message myself or the big man over here. If you've got any questions, we'll be happy to answer them for you. Absolutely. Um, I want to give a shout-out to all of our military heroes, mm-hmm. uh, active or inactive, uh, out there protect- protecting and serving our country, keeping us safe over here. Uh, shout-out to the Armed Force Radio Network, uh, Skip, you, our show airs on Friday at 11.30 a.m. Pacific and mm-hmm. on Mondays at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Uh, I want to give a salute to every one of you guys out there kicking ass. Uh, make sure you give us a call. We'll help you make a second income while you keep our country safe. It's the least we can do. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right, buddy. Well, like I said, let's get back into the fucking podcast. We got a great show for him today. Uh, right off the bat... Um, I just want to go over some results from uh, last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked people what they thought about the first two games of the seventh series NBA series, mm-hmm. uh, whether they thought it was fixed or rigged. And yes, 95% of people and our listeners agree that NBA games that are early in a seven-game series uh, feel rigged, scripted for TV, et cetera, et cetera. Your belief is that game two and three in a seven-game series in the NBA uh, have just a little something to do with the TV contracts. I know it does, without any shadow of a doubt, in, in, in a particular situation. Mm-hmm. Like with Cleveland, they went ahead and let him knock out the sweep. Sure That's did. LeBron. Yeah. He's the Michael Jordan. Let him do what he wants. Let him go and rest. But, yeah, other teams, there's something fishy going on, and even a guy like myself, the best in the world, doesn't even know. And uh, yeah. it's obviously a tight-knit secret that uh, they've kept between a couple old fucking guys that... Uh, pricked their finger and kept it real and said, we're going to take this to our graves. And if that is true, phenomenal job you guys are doing for... Hell of a job. Uh, because, you know, you got... They're making the NBA a lot of money. Like Michael Jordan's team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they... You, do you think they should have... Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets? <laughs> yeah, they should have been nowhere around in that series. But you know what, Mike? We're going to give you two games at home to let you make some fucking money. After right. all, you do own a team. It's all about the NBA and the money that we're making. Mm-hmm. I mean, NBA is a commission. It's a league. No different than a mob, isn't it? Makes perfect sense. More, no, no different than a casino or a corporation, right? Yeah, the Spurs and the Thunder go to game six. Uh, Toronto, Miami goes to game six. I get I get what you're I'm picking up what you're putting down. Exactly. So, you know, and, and, and I want to let you guys know it's a beautiful day out here in Las Vegas. Yes, it is. Uh, Steve Stevens just purchased uh, 2016 Wraith uh, drop top. Uh, you know, uh, we like to roll in these Rolls Royces on a regular basis, mm. uh, and uh, I'm sure you do too. But it's not the, the car that makes the man. It's the man that made the fucking car. You understand that? I do. I'm the one. The winning these games is what made me the money to be able to, to buy these fine things. But, uh, 
You guys want to ride in style, try that new 2016 Wraith. You'll fucking love it. Everybody be careful out there. Friday the 13th this weekend. Friday the 13th. Be careful. Oh, I'm sure you'll be out getting fucked up somewhere. Are you going I downtown the strip or no, are you going to lock yourself I, in a cell somewhere? No, I seriously need a break after this past six, seven days. Beautiful. So uh, the listeners agreed that it seems fishy uh, first games in the NBA. And like I said, shout out for keeping it fixed for that long because only way you guys can make money. Uh, they also, uh, if you look at your comments there, they also sent us some other celebrities uh, that were also uh, active military people. Yeah, speaking of the military, there's uh, we got a list of a bunch of celebrities here that have paid their dues, served their time to their country, and you want to mention a few of them? Steve? Yeah, I want to start off with Gene Hackman. Gene uh, Hackman. A, a Marine and a disc jockey for the Armed Force Radio Network. There you go, Gene. <laughs> Thanks for your service. Uh, Sem- Semper Fi, mofo. One of my favorite rappers, Ice-T, uh, L.A. legend. Uh, Army. 25th Infantry. Mm. Yeah, anybody think Ice-T was in the military? Hardcore shit. probably why he grinded to get that money. I I wouldn't have guessed that, no. Well, I mean, he's pretty sharp dude. I I believe it. Mel Brooks? Yeah, Mel Brooks uh, served in the Army during World War II. Wow. Battle of the Bulge. Mm. Uh, Went on to earn an Oscar, uh, Emmy, Tony, and a fucking Grammy. (laughs) Unbelievable. Chuck Norris. U.S. Air Force. I think everybody and their mom can uh, understand I can see Chuck Norris being in the military. I mean, yeah, he was born a police officer I, uh, or yeah. military or something. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'd put him special forces in my Yeah, mind. I mean, he's. Yeah. He, I look at him, I think of a sheriff. I think of a oh, yeah. uh, somebody that's defending the law in a major way. Special forces, Chuck Norris. Shout out to Chuck Norris for never shaving your beard off and uh, just looking weird as fuck like a mountain man splashed Grizzly Adams your whole fucking life. U.S. <laughs> US Air Force Chuck Norris. Hey, Chuck Norris will beat the shit out of somebody. You damn straight he will. That Mel- motherfucker knows real shit, bro. Mel Brooks, the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah. You ever get in the Battle of the Bulge, Steve? Uh, no. I've had my cock bulge a couple different times when yeah. I was around a couple young pretty women that had some good perfume on it. The had the Battle of the Bulge, yeah. Well, that's what I was referencing. Oh, were you? Yeah, no, I've had Battle of the Bulge, yeah. I mean, uh, last time I had Battle of the Bulge in a major way was probably fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Had those uncontrollable boners, teachers calling you up to the yeah. chalkboard and shit. Yeah. Tucking it in your belt and shit. Uh-huh. Good fuck, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, but Battle of the Bulge is real out Gotta there. Gotta win that Battle of the Bulge, gentlemen. <laughs> like I said, if you're a little bit short, uh, if you're not winning the battle of the bulge, guys, if your head and your hang, if if your head's hung low, if if your confidence isn't there, if you're looking to get your swagger back, if you want to make some money, go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Let us lift your spirits up. Let us take you over and beyond what you thought was possible, not only in winning games but in life in general. I'll make you a better person. I'll make you more focused. I'll make you better at your job. I'll make you fuck your old lady better. Mm. I mean, you can't ask for much more than Not that. Not only can that, we'll have you taking your sock out of your underwear and winning that battle of bulls the natural way. That is a fact. Like I said, uh, I'll make it extra <laughs> 10, 15. <laughs> Back to celebrities in the forces. Montel Williams, uh, first enlisted in the Marines, mm-hmm. but la- uh, served 22 years as a lieutenant in the Navy. I could see that. Speaking of lieutenants, we have a few lieutenants that are clients right now. We do. Shout out, Shout out to those lieutenants. We're not going to mention any names. You know who you are. Oh, we have Shout out to your lieutenant ass. You're a bad motherfucker. Ever since we hit Armed Force Radio Network, and you know, we're not going to put anybody's business out there, but no. like I said, sports betting is a multi-billion dollar industry. And like I said, Obama does it. Politicians do it. Attorneys. Everyone you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. High-end politicians. Elite people... Fortune 500 people love to make money. Yes. CEOs of corporations. Uh, and uh, it pretty much, it, it is what it is, Skip. I'm never shocked. I'm never surprised when someone calls in. They tell me what they do for a living or who they are. Nothing, nothing surprises me or shocks me. After 18 years in this industry, I've dealt uh, from all walks of life, Steve. I, I love my blue-collar guys because I'm a blue-collar guy. So are you. 
Uh, but man, if I had some uh, very influential people as clients. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have over 18 people yeah. uh, listening to the network that have signed up with us. But like I said, um, if they're over there working hard, they don't get paid shit as it is to be over there. They're over there Not protecting enough. us, and right. they don't get nowhere near enough. Like I said, hashtag military people should get NBA league minimum. Mm-hmm. We've said it before. Famous. And we'll say it again. And if you need a little extra income and you're out there busting your ass for this country, get a hold of us. 877 877- Two two zero sixty five forty, and we'll make sure you get your piece of this pie. Well, Skip, I've told you guys over and over. I told you that on Money Talks. I've told you on several different occasions. When you buy a stock tip, you don't know what the fuck you're buying. You don't know the day-to-day operations of that company. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's running it. Nine out of ten times, you don't even know where the fuck it's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you put your hard-earned money on a basketball game, you know the five players starting. You know the opposing team. You know the coach. You watch it right on TV and get paid right at the motherfucking end of the game. Yes, you do. So, I mean, it doesn't take a secret that there's a lot more money to be made in sports betting than the stock market or any other investment that this United States of America has given us an opportunity to do. When you invest your money in McDonald's, you don't go work the drive-thru every night, do you? Well, like I said, when you invest... Hell no. Fuck no, you don't. So when you invest your money in sports, don't mean you got to watch the game every day either. Our small package, like we're running on Twitter, $250 for a week of service, Mm -hmm. you're investing $250 to make a few thousand over seven days. Yes. When you, let's say you invested $250 into the stock market, You'd probably, after seven days, owe money for the transfer fee of the $250. Yeah, you probably Because you're not making nothing. No. So, like I said, I I like to see these guys wising up and starting to bet sports. And shout out to all our military people. You have my word as a businessman as well as a gentleman. I'll paint my face. I'll get in that tank. I'll go to fucking war for you. I'll do whatever it takes to get the job done. I'll do whatever it takes for us to win. I'm out here in these streets dealing with players, coaches, CEOs, uh, the richest athlete in the world is one of my personal friends. Uh, I have a meeting next week in California with LeBron James's uh, corporation for a few things they want to do in uh, Hollywood with Steve Stevens. But uh, we got a lot of major things going on. And for those of us that have followed us from day one, I want to give you a salute as well because we love you guys. You've been following us since Money Talks. And for those that support us, we're going to support you all day long, don't you think, Big Skipper? Yeah, speaking of Hollywood, Tom Selleck, Tom Selleck California National Guard. Are you mustache-having motherfucker? So Tom, <laughs> Tom Selleck, California National Guard, was called into action during the Watts riots. Wow. I could just see him with his mustache, with his fucking helmet on out there getting yeah. busy, huh? Yeah. That motherfucker was hiding behind a bush. Probably. I guarantee he went Muhammad Ali and fucking said, lock me up for 30 days. Tom Selleck. Yeah, shout out to Tom Selleck's mustache. Uh, I think he, st- he still has it. I'm sure he does. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, I, imagine what that thing fucking I, smells like from all the pussy. Oh, my God. That motherfucker still has asshole from 1971. <laughs> <laughs> all the pussy. That old red Ferrari he had. How many bitches pussy he's you eating that old red Ferrari, Tom? Yeah, all the pussy and ass he's eating. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. He was, he's a fucking, uh, he had an <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the scent on that fucking thing. Oh, my God. We, we got games stronger than the smell of Tom Selleck's fucking mustache. And you know, and you know how many like. different smells like that. <laughs> you know what that smells like, don't Oh, you? my fucking God. Shout out to the military man, Tom Selleck. Uh, since we were gone, um, one thing that the VIP... Since you were gone. But we're t- we got to get on a serious note here. VIP Sports Podcast is... The only reason why we started our podcast uh, is for our followers and our listeners of, money, uh, listeners of Money Talks. But more importantly... 
to make sports betting legal. And, and you know that's the only reason why you're doing this, Skip. You we're, don't get paid enough to... We're trying to help the, uh, you know, decriminalize sports gambling nationwide. Yeah, and... Uh, that's what we stand for over here. Congress had a hearing focusing on the decriminalization of sports betting. Yeah. See, these little cities, what people don't understand is like Maryland and... Uh, these, co- the, these cities that Washington, these cities that have gambling legal, Skip, mm-hmm. uh, they're parlays. You, you, they're not actually straight bet legalization. Yeah like, yeah, like when you go to the racetrack down there in Delaware, uh, Dover Downs, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Yeah, you can make a little parlay on a little parlay card or whatever. They're, we're looking to decriminalize. What, what we're trying to do is make it to where people can bet straight up on one game. bucks, whatever it is. Tell me a little bit about it, because I know you were reading up about it a little bit. What's the deal? Well, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Representative Frank Poloni over there in New Jersey. Frank, you're a badass motherfucker. Keep up the efforts. Don't let them stop you, and just keep going until you get to the finish line. And get with Donald Trump and make that shit pop right yeah, away. Absolutely. Frank, you're, you're leading the charge for the decriminalization of sports gambling nationwide. You were the driving force behind these hearings this past week that you're talking about, Steve. Over there at the United States House Subcommittee on Commerce, yep. Manufacturing, and Trade, Frank Poloni says, listen, we've got to legalize sports betting. Why are we keeping it underground? Why is it being run by organized crime? A trillion-dollar industry. Yeah, Billion-dollar industry, just making huge amounts of money. That we know about. Why are we not legalizing this? We are missing the boat. And then uh, it, they, they went on to mention DraftKings and FanDuel, Steve. Looks like DraftKings and FanDuel have been forced to cease operations in 12 different states. Nevada here, in, uh, you know, Nevada well, you, being, you, being you, one of those 12. You talk about a mob. I mean, these motherfuckers were running like they were the fucking mob. Uh, if you and I would have opened up Sports King and DraftKings, we'd be doing 25 years in prison. You know it, and, and I know it. Well, like you've mentioned before, <laughs> uh, we've on several podcasts in the past, we are, we're trying to reach out to FanDuel, and we're trying to reach out to DraftKings. You guys need to help the support of legalized well, that's what, sports betting. You're not helping by not showing you're up. You're not doing shit. You're not, you're not helping by not showing up at these meetings. I mean, my boy Poloni over there in Jersey, he was highly disappointed because FanDuel, Steve, DraftKings, they didn't show up for the hearings. The NFL, the NBA, uh, the NHL, the MLB, they know. none of them showed up for these hearings. However, very disappointed. However, they all purchased stakes in FanDuel and DraftKings. Yeah. They're all part of they, you know, they, these professional leagues now own you know, a piece of it. Yeah. They advertise it. They bought shares into it, but they can't show up at the hearings when we're trying to legalize the shit. I don't understand this. This is what pisses me off about uh, the, the fantasy football uh, people. I've, I've told you guys throughout my podcast nonstop. They had the spotlight on them, Skip. You know it and I know it. Mm-hmm. They, they were on ESPN every fucking day. They had a contract with Major League Baseball. Uh, who else did they have a contract with? Pretty much everybody, a- NBA, right? NBA, the NFL. NBA, the yeah. NFL. These guys had the world in their hands, running illegal. Mm-hmm. They had the chance of promoting legalization of sports betting every time they were. They had a chance to speak about it nationwide and put a bill together so everybody could sign it. And instead, they wanted to have commercials of the fucking two guys at the end uh, popping bottles of champagne, winning the million dollars. Very, That's, very disappointed that you guys didn't show up for these hearings. All you had to do at the end of that is put a fucking five seconds to say, you need to make sports betting legal, uh, to make sports betting legal, make sure you vote, and, you're right. about, and make people aware. You've done nothing as far as awareness to make gambling legal. Because you guys had companies with politicians involved, the fucking owners of the NBA, the Congress, everybody you could possibly fucking imagine. The spotlight was on you. You guys could have easily put a bill together, let the whole world know about it, emailed your whole database, 
And that would have been 70% of the votes to make gambling legal we as it is. Yeah, we would have had a couple million uh, signatures in a petition. Our boy Frankie Pallone over there in Jersey. Shout out to Frankie! You're leading the charge over there, Frankie, and they're not standing behind you. I want Frankie. You, I want you to know Steve and I are behind you, Frank. Frankie, you make fucking sports betting legal and you make marijuana legal, you will be the baddest <laughs> motherfucker anybody's ever seen in your area. You'll be sending taxpayers back money. You'll have gold flake fucking roads. Your parks will look like amusement parks. And uh, your city will be one of the finest. And that you could take to the bank. You could quote Steve Stevens on that. Because I'm tired of these politicians being dumb motherfuckers. Every city should have marijuana fucking legalized. So guys like us don't have to pay taxes. And our kids could grow up in better schools, have better parks, and live life. Because people that smoke are going to smoke anyway. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right, let's move on. Skip As him. predicted on our last podcast, Steve, Canelo Alvarez KOs Amir Khan. Uh, who we almost had in here today, by the way. Yeah, we Amir uh, Khan was going to come in today, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, last minute uh, he had to step out. You shouldn't even say it. It doesn't even really matter. But uh, let, 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 me, let me backtrack you a little bit. Can- Canelo Alvarez with one of the most stunning knockouts of the fucking year, definitely the knockout of the year by far, mm. maybe the knockout of the last five years. It's definitely going to be the best knockout uh, that the T-Mobile arena has ever seen probably for the next four or five years. Lights out. Fucking amazing. Knocked him the fuck out cold to where he actually had to kneel down, yeah. thought, you know, he hurt the dude. Yeah, well, he did hurt him. Amir, uh, you know, I knew it. You were just too fast. You were too little. I told everybody, Skip, it's not a secret. You got to admit, Steve Stevens is right on when it comes down to this boxing shit. Mm-hmm. Did I not tell you he's too big, too heavy? His speed didn't mean shit. It, he was hurt, go- it went exactly the way you said it would. Exactly, but... I don't look like a superstar handicapping a minus 600. Yeah, minus 500. Hey, you don't fucking need... Listen, do that on your own. You don't need a guy like me for Well, you did call that. the knockout. So. I call, but at a dollar... I was just going to say, I did call the knockout at a dollar 20, mm-hmm. which is legitimate money. Absolutely it is. You know, yeah. we, you know did I go minus, hundreds at... Minus a dollar 20 on the knockout. That's but, good value. But keep in mind, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you, oh, I bet a couple hundred thousand... I bet 12 grand to win 10,000 on that. Nothing wrong with it. It was a nice little fucking pickup, period. There's nothing wrong with a light 10,000, people. And then, of course, Canelo, you know, called out Triple G. And, uh, you know, what what this, you know, will this fight, you know, people are always asking, uh, will this fight happen? Uh, Are we going to see a long delay like Mayweather and Pacquiao? First of all, uh, Canelo uh, to fight Triple G has no anticipation like a Mayweather and Pacquiao. So Mm -hmm. let's get this out of your fucking head right now. (laughs) Don't even put it in the same fucking sentence. No. Uh, Floyd Mayweather Pacquiao was one of the most anticipated fights, excuse me, the most anticipated fight of all time. Um, Canelo uh, Triple G is going to be a big fight. It's going to be a money fight. Shout out to Floyd Mayweather for bringing welterweight division to where heavyweight division used to be. Triple G sounds like one of your flavors of Kush. Well, it, no, it, well, I have had the Tri- triple, I, triple OG, yeah. yeah I, I've had triple OG. I heard you say something about triple. Well, what they're doing is... Triple G Kush. All this is is De La Hoya's gay little ass promoting and doing his sneaky little fucking way of putting together a multi-hundred-plus million dollar, hundreds of million dollar uh, fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one fight that will get a lot of money. Uh, Canelo, uh, Triple G, will be a good fight. Um, Canelo will win for sure, but they're not ready yet. Right now, they want them to talk shit to each other. They're promoting the fight. It's going to be nothing but a big payday for uh, stocking, knit stocking wearing, cocaine snorting, Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> He's no different than Don King in his fucking prime. He, he does whatever he can to get people's mm. money. 
Uh, guy's a good guy, solid businessman, but uh, real motherfuckers. Being caught doing a bunch of shit, does a lot of blow. Uh, it's a guy that, you know, walked around the persona like he was clean as a fucking whistle. Ended up being fucking dirty as a fucking my son's diaper after three shits. Oh, my God. Well, think, speaking of all the hype, man, shout out to Nyquist. In the Kentucky Derby, Steve. And coming in on the Nyquist. Coming down the stretch, and it's all Nyquist. Nyquist (laughs) wins the 142nd Kentucky Derby. And remains unbeaten, headed for the Preakness. Bet the house, or what do you do on that, Skip? Well, first of all, to you sports bettors out there, anybody that calls you over the phone and tells you to bet the house, best believe they live in an apartment. Absolutely. <laughs> Better believe they're calling you from a Motel 6. Anybody that tells you uh, this game is a lock, the only lock is on your fucking front door. Right. Tie, okay? your, tie your shoelaces and run like help. Yeah, that, that's a fucking fact. You run from somebody like that. Remember, guys, uh, anybody can be whoever they want over the telephone. Mm-hmm. We call them telephone tough guys. Uh, they claim to be multimillionaires. They claim to be world-class handicappers. These are the same guys calling you from a Motel 6 on a cell phone. Make sure you fucking look thoroughly into the service you're dealing with. Make sure they're licensed and bonded. Make sure they've been in the same location for 15 years like Steve Stevens. You know what I mean, Skipper? I sure do. Wrapping up the Kentucky Derby, uh, they came in 1-2-3 just the way they bet them. It actually paid the lowest amount it could possibly pay. Shout out to Jack the Track. Shout out to Jack the Track Six, for having six thousand dollars from sixty bucks, a sixty dollars superfecta paint. Jack Jack the Track. We've been telling you about Jack the Track on these podcasts. He's our horse guy. We have two horse guys here. Jack the Track is one of them. He bet a sixty dollars superfecta, got paid over six grand. Congratulations, Jack the Track. If you want to know anything about horses, give us a call. We'll get you connected with Jack the Track. That's all I got to say about the Kentucky Derby. Uh, no real value there when Nyquist was 3-1. to one. I don't bet a 3-1 to one horse in a 20-horse field. Just not good value. Shout out to the horse. You're 8-0. Congratulations. You're a fucking beast of a horse. You're going to the Preakness now next Saturday. And uh, good luck over there at the Preakness. By the way, I've been to four Preaknesses. That's one hell of a party in the infield over there at Pimlico. Oh, that's a fucking if, fact. If you're, any, <laughs> if, you're, if you're anywhere near Baltimore, people, uh, head over to the Preakness next Saturday. Get your ass in the infield. Have yourself a couple of pops. And look at those college girls in bikinis. Believe and, me, you won't go wrong. And not to mention, you want some fucking winners? Like I said, whether we're picking horse fucking winners or putting horse cock in your bookie's mouth on baseball or basketball, <laughs> we're fucking getting money, bottom line. And uh, like I said, Skip, uh, we don't talk much about horses because 5% of our database is horse players, mm-hmm. but horse players are big boys. Now, I just wanted to give a it's shout a out bi- to Nyquist, you know. Hey, hey I, I love it's, it. It's quite the feat. He's won eight in a row. The horse is undefeated, and he blew the field away in the derby. Listen, you got right into that. I wanted to finish out with boxing because I'm tired of hearing, like, okay. rumors are floating around about Floyd Mayweather possibly uh, throwing his hat into the MMA cage and taking on Colin McGregor. Yeah, well, you and I have talked about this uh, privately off the air. Uh, why don't you go ahead and fill people in? Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, uh, no. The answer is no. Uh, Floyd's not fighting in an octagon. Uh, Floyd's not doing any of that shit. Uh, what I do know as a fact is if Colin McGregor wants to lace up the gloves and go as a professional boxer and fight Floyd, Floyd will fight him all day long and beat his fucking ass. Oh, you'll get your ass whooped, my and he'll, and Now, listen, hear me out. Without the gloves on, uh, Colin will probably put Floyd in some moves that he's not trained for, this, that, or the other. I don't but, think, you don't think Floyd will get an octagon. That's what you just said, right? I know he's not, and yeah, Floyd's was, not was, an octagon trained. Yeah, Floyd's be, been, since he was knee-high, he's a boxer. Uh, he's been a, and not only a boxer, but say it right, the best boxer probably yeah, of all time. Absolutely. Uh, guys breaking records of all time. So I'll tell you guys right now, it's all a rumor. It's all bullshit. However, Floyd would welcome with open arms 
a boxing match with Colin McGregor and would beat the living fuck out of him. Here's the thing that scares me, though. UFC, a lot of the promoting has turned into WWE, like I said. Mm-hmm. Their fighters are still tough-ass bad motherfuckers, but they're taking it to another level for marketing to promote. Mm-hmm. Same as boxing. I'm not mad at them it's a at bus- all. It's a business, Steve. It's a business. So is WWE's a multi-billion, yeah. it's a billion-dollar corporation. Absolutely. You realize that, right? I do. So, uh, you know, he would, he would fight him without any shadow of a doubt. Let me give you guys some real information. Okay, Skipper? There's a reason why that floor is getting tore out of that gym over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever noticed all the work trucks out in front of the... the well, don't the say main... too much. Don't, get you, don't put yourself out there. Well, I'm not putting myself out there, but there's a reason why the, the, the floors are getting put in. Well, we've seen this before. New rings are yeah. getting put in. Well, see, there's a look like... You've seen Floyd come to the office the other day. Yes, I did. Okay, and I'm going to tell you guys some real shit from a friend of mine. Uh, usually when I say, you know, Floyd, uh, you're all... You know, he'll look at me and be like, no, nah, yeah, I'm all done. He has that eyebrow look and I know he's done. Uh, I said, Floyd, man, I see these uh, construction guys putting in a gold leaf floor over here. Mm-hmm. I see a thousand uh, pounds of uh, rose petals getting delivered. I said, are you getting ready to step back in this motherfucker? What's going on? He gave me a look uh, that I've seen before is all I can tell you guys. So uh, well, let's leave take it from Steve Stevens. Let's listen, leave it at that. Listen, I'm not giving out any information. I'm not, mm-hmm. tell you that, I, I'm not telling you secretly that he told me he's fighting. Read between, he didn't tell read me between, shit. Yeah, read between the I'm lines. telling you, I've seen that look before, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, uh, I 100% uh, say Floyd Mayweather comes back and gets his $100 million paycheck for one more fight. But probably not against Colin McGregor is what you're saying. Uh, no. Um, if you guys really want me to put it out there, it's going to be a Garcia or somebody like that. I'm not going to get into too much of what it's going to be. But if you ask me... Veronica Garcia? Uh, yeah, we'll leave it at Garcia. More like Danny, homie. Uh, what, what we're going to do is realize that if you want real information about boxing and you want to use Floyd Mayweather's name... Um, the only thing you should be asking is, is he coming back for a $100 million payday? And I would have to say yes. Put your money on yes. I would say yes. I say um, it's going to be a battle between T-Mobile Arena and MGM. And yes, Floyd's going to be the one and only person to ever get a $100 million purse. And he's going to break history like he's done throughout his whole career. And uh, uh, I'm not if, gonna... he, if he would fight McGregor, could you imagine the money-making event that would be? It'd be a while. Oh, you didn't let me finish about that. I think McGregor would take that under false pretenses. I think he would fight a round or two and realize he was really getting hurt. And just get his ass knocked out. No, you're missing the point. And then what happens if McGregor kicks him in the fucking face during a professional boxing match? It's going to cause a fucking riot. You wouldn't want to do that. Buddy, I don't care how many UFC friends you got. Best believe you would get rushed and stabbed, Mm. shot, and killed. It would cause us... If he was fighting Floyd, and Floyd was whooping his ass, and he turned into his little out-of-the-country tough guy, fucking all... And kicks Floyd in the face. Just roundhouses him. Just for publicity. Right. It's going to cause a riot, and someone's going to die. So you you got to keep that in mind. You never thought of that, did you, Skip? Well, we don't want to see that. So... Guys, listen, when they talk about this dude fighting Floyd, Floyd's not getting in the octagon. Floyd will fight in the ring and bang him. If this guy was willing to take it, it'd be strictly for money or to do something unprofessional or to cause... Because listen to me, if he fought Floyd and kicked him in the face, how big would that promotion be for UFC? They fucking... Their company would be almost one and a half times worth. I would strongly not advise that. It'd be a riot. It'd be front page of the paper and people would be dead, hurt, and in jail. The shit would go to the streets now. So if you're looking for a money Mayweather story, look for him to come back for that $100 
million dollar paycheck. You heard it from Steve Stevens. Fair enough? Fair enough. Speaking, right. speaking of the UFC, <coughs> uh, what's this shit about they're looking to sell 15% ownership, expand into China? You've been hearing this? Well, yeah, Dana White made it very clear UFC is not for sale. They are still going to be controlling owners 100%, but what they want to do is give like between 11 and 15% ownership and expand ownership to like China, which is basically for them uncharted territory. Mm. That, I mean, what a gold mine this is. They originally purchased UFC for what? One or two million. Two million dollars 15 years ago. Yeah, let's just say it's worth a fucking shitload of money right now. Wow. All right. But hear me out. Remember when NBA brought Yao Mizing into the motherfucking league? Yao Ming? Mm hmm. Don't let them get a UFC Chinese guy that just beats the fuck out of everybody <laughs> and goes to China, which they will go find a guy out there. But hear me out. It's uncharted territory for UFC. They can go get a lot of money over there. Just go get some seven-foot Chinese guy? Yeah. Well, no, not who, just... Who knows martial arts? You know a guy that knows martial arts is willing... You, you know another Chinese guy that knows another Chinese when guy you run into those knows mo- three other Chinese guys? When you run into those motherfuckers that got their pinky cut off for their honor... Oh. Yeah, man, they might be able to get in that UFC octagon and get fucking busy. Those are guys that aren't supposed to fight, period, because they kill you. Or maybe a Japanese sumo wrestler, like 600-pound motherfucker. You know, it doesn't matter what uh, belt or jiu-jitsu or what type of martial art you know. It's all accepted in in MMA. Mm -hmm. You can know it all. Best believe you just know how to kick some fucking ass. Uh, Yeah, they originally purchased it for one or two million, Dana White. Uh, with the help of Lorenzo Fertitta. Shout out to the Stations Casino. Uh, Fertitta's for everything, what they're doing with uh, Gorman, UNLV. I hope you do that same thing you did for UNL, uh, Gorman and take it right over to UNLV and the Las Vegas Raiders. And let's go get fucking paid, guys. Yeah, all the, uh, and, 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 speak, and to, speaking of that, the Raiders are coming. Yeah, and to you guys out there that thought I was fucking around... <laughs> We're looking at like an 85% chance right now for the Raiders oh, to the Ra- oh, the Raiders coming coming. out here to Las Vegas. So for all my essays out there in L.A. or whatever, in fucking yeah, Oakland, yeah, gonna catch make, ride, make sure you either get that one way, you better use Pablo's fucking ID or whatever, because I know you got a warrant, and uh, come on out here, <laughs> because we're going to bond together in Las Vegas and L.A. and Oakland fans are going to go bang for the Las Vegas yeah. Raiders, and we're going to make Las Vegas and the Raiders a top five fucking team. Oh, we're gonna- and, and all you Oakland fans out there, black and silver, Best believe we will make it a number one team out here because you guys deserve it. And Vegas is a perfect fit for you. Gang banging, support your team ass, motherfucking fans. You're the toughest fucking fans I've ever seen in my life. I've taken my 75-year-old grandparents to a regular game, Oakland game. Some of the scariest shit you can imagine. Wow. If you're in the wrong seat. I hope with you were up in a box or something. No, no, it was right Woo. down in the mix. But anyway, and we welcome all you guys and together. We will have the Raiders' backs, bottom fucking line. Uh, yeah, what, what else do you want to talk about besides Dana, uh, White, Dana White being I, I, so rich? Yeah, I've had enough of boxing. I've had enough of UFC. Let's switch gears into the NBA playoffs, Steve. What do you think? Well, like, like I said, Skip, they've been some of the most exciting playoffs that I've seen so far. I don't think people, and if anybody's going to sit here and tell me or anybody that, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a few people. 90% of people would have thought San Antonio had this series uh, no problem, including yourself. Well, it looks like they forced a game six, that's for sure. They forced a game six, and they got San Antonio backed against the wall. Does that fucking uh, thing bite when you back it up, or do you cut its neck off and move on to the next meal? Well, Kyle Singler tonight well, I mean, what uh, do you th- seems to be a little sick. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, why don't you talk about the team a little bit? He's a little bit sick. Well, what happened? I heard he had... A, he had uh, uh, like the tip of his cock was itching or something. Like well, he, he fucked a- without a rubber last night and didn't know if he wanted to play today. Or- I'm not sure about that. I, I do know there are some injuries uh, brewing, uh, especially for the Toronto Raptors. And it looks like Luel Dang will be out for game six Friday night. 
You know uh, what? Luau Dang, you know, Luau Dang played great for the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. When he was on that team, he fit in good. I don't like him here. I, 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 he's not who he was. He's old. And sit your old ass out. Let me just go ahead and profile Friday night's game six for you. Skip, can you get your TV voice on real quick? Yeah. Profile, let me light up my medication yeah. and wake these people up. Because, hey, they missed you guys. And did you miss our fans or not? Or you didn't give a fuck when you're drinking all your alcohol playing bingo? Oh, me? Yeah, do you even care about us when you miss like last of week? Did you? I do. Okay. Let's get into NBA and let's get down to the nitty gritty and tell these people why they're best in the world and why they need to give us a call to make some fucking money. All right. Instead of jumping all over the place, let me give you a little update in the NBA. Golden State wins the series over Portland 4-1, to one, and uh, they move on to the Western Finals, just as everybody knew would happen. Uh, maybe in a little bit of surprise to me and Steve, Cleveland in a 4-0 sweep over Atlanta. Uh, wow, looks like they swept both of their series. They are not messing around. They haven't lost a playoff game. Uh, I'm a little concerned that Cleveland last time... I don't, I don't know who got that, pounded harder, Portland and Atlanta or the prostitutes during Cinco de Mayo weekend out here in Las Vegas. <laughs> Hey, put your comments in, guys. Oh, matter of fact, who got pounded harder? Uh, Amir Khan, the prostitutes in Las Vegas that weekend. Or the Atlanta Hawks. Or the Atlanta Hawks slash Portland Trailblazers. Put your comments in. Tell me who got pounded harder. Fair enough? Back at you, Skip. I'm voting for Khan. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm voting for the prostitutes. Cleveland Cavaliers in a sweep again, the Atlanta Hawks. I I was saying I'm a little concerned because their last game was Sunday on May 8th. Um, they're going to have like uh, over a week well, week well, off before their next well, game. Well, I'm really concerned that you're was concerned. That, are you really concerned? Was that are part you, of the plan? Or? Are you not sleeping at night you're so concerned? No, or? I'm not that concerned. <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear. But I'm, what are your concerns, Skip? Well, I'm concerned about that weed you just lit up. What this is, Skip, this is a new blend. It smells horrible. It smells... And that's unlike you. Normally, your shit smells pretty skunky, pretty Christmassy. Wow. That smells like a burnt Mexican weed. That's funny that you should say that because what this is called is a white fire OG. White fire OG. White fire OG. What I did, I mixed it with a little OG sherbet. Mm -hmm. I let you smell that sherbet a little bit at your desk the other day. Smells just like sherbet ice cream. Smells like So what I did is I actually mixed a hybrid Mm -hmm. in with an indica just to take my mind to a whole nother level so I can really explain to these people and just give them my heart and soul. Tell these people how to win. Tell them how to make money and bring them into a life of a guy that... So that's big and lives fucking larger. So it's kind of like mixing it's kind of like mixing vodka with Red Bull. No, it's like you, I got you, the you formula a, for success. You want a little upper and I want a, these motherfuckers to have it. You want a little upper and a little downer at the uh, same time. Hey, listen, if this is part of my formula for success, Whew. who makes me, who turns me in from Darren Otero oh. into my persona Steve Stevens and takes me into a master closer, takes me into a motivational, high-powered, optimistic guy that doesn't take no for an answer, a guy that's going to give you what you uh, want, a guy that's going to paint a picture, lead you to the promised land. I wasn't criticizing your smoking. Oh. I just said... Well, uh, now you got me a little I just said, baffled and confused. Whatever it was you just lit up there, it doesn't smell like your normal... Christmas. Okay, but what it does is it takes my mouthpiece from a squirt gun all the way up to a fucking Mac 11. Straight See, on. a lot of guys in our industry that mm. claim to be world-class handicappers or salesmen, they're, they're not master closers. No. This makes me a master closer. Skip, you're a Uzi every day. Desert fire. Eagle. Yeah, it makes you spit fire. These other guys are on a level of a, of a gun... Cap gun, water gun, guys in our industry. If we had to compare ourselves like to other people, they're like a cap gun or a water gun. Mm-hmm. We're looking at Desert Eagle, uh, Uzi, <laughs> Mac 11 type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah, water gun. So to answer your question is, it takes me to a level, helps me elevate my mind, and return allows me to get sick with it with my clients, win games, uh, and pimp up on people and do whatever it takes to get the information needed 
to make money for my clients. Well, you haven't had a problem winning games. Your personal plays are absolutely on fire, sir. Beautiful. Anything else? Well, first of all, let's let's. Well, keep... I was uh, trying to talk about the Toronto Miami game. I'm sorry. Go game, ahead. The game, injuries. The game injuries. Six. Who you said? No, you said injuries. Well, I started talking about the Toronto Miami game. Lou Aldang. Game six, Friday night. Uh, Toronto is a four and a half point underdog in this game. It looks like the total is at 190 right now on the over under. Watch out, guys. These big games been going under. As soon as you bet them under, they go. Over. Well, 10 out of the last 13 Toronto games have been an under, Steve. That's a fact. And 8 out of the last 10 Miami games have been under, Steve. Uh-huh. So, under does seem to be the trend uh, with those two teams. Uh, how- Oakland A's lost 9 out of 11. We just seem to have those two winners, mm. too. Wow. Well, that's another story. We'll that's get to a whole other story. Yeah, you threw me off again. Sorry. Well, the marijuana's uh, got you throwing off. Like I said, stay focused. Miami, uh, they, they split the first two games down in Miami, Steve. Looks like the series is returning to Miami, so... Beware, Friday the 13th, that's all I can say. All I can tell you is beware, Toronto, beware of Miami. Miami. The, the Toronto Raptors are 2-7 and seven against the spread their last nine games. Oh, wow. As I said... Will ten, you say that again? Toronto Raptors are 2-7. Two 2-7 and seven. Two and seven against what, what the spread. What that means is they've only covered the number, the betting number, the line here in Las Vegas, only twice in the last nine games. 2-7 two, two and seven Listen to what he says. So, Skip, in, 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 in English, what that means is... They're winning, but they're not covering the spread, which means they can't help you betting sports. That's a team you stay the fuck away from. Miami Heat, on the other hand, have covered five out of their last seven. Five and two against the spread. 32 and 15 at home. Trend seems to the under here, gentlemen. But if you really want to know what's going to happen, 877-220-6540. We'll get you in on this game Friday night. Game six, Toronto-Miami. We'll let you know exactly what's going to happen. I love it. Uh, NBA playoffs are on fire, just like you said. VIP sports is kicking ass and taking names. Uh, I got a report here that Tracy McGrady thinks Steph Curry winning the NBA's first ever unanimous MVP uh, award proves that the league is watered down. Watered down like my drink the other night. (laughs) The (laughs) only thing watered down is your fucking game, Tracy. The only thing watered down is your sleepy-ass fucking eyes. Even when you were in your prime, you were overpaid. You never came through. You were never an MVP. First of all, Tracy, you're out of pocket. You have to be an MVP to make a statement like that, don't you? You would think. Well, I mean... when you're not, you've never been an MVP. Well, you're not your cousin Vince Carter. That's but sure. that, that is a fucking fact. Now, Vince was ripping off rims, tearing down motherfucking uh, backboards, and uh, that's a different story. But I never liked your game in Houston. You were sleepy. I never liked your slow motion game, your eyes. I don't know how much weed you were smoking throughout your career. Who do you think smoked more weed, guys? Tracy McGrady or Steve Stevens? Tracy. <laughs> I'm voting for you. Are you? Are you? Yeah. I'm only a couple joints a day, Skip. Medication purposes only. Well, you think he was more than a couple joints a day? I think McGrady was blowing before the game. Yeah, and I thought you were horrible in Houston. I thought you were overpaid. And I would have to say the only thing watered down is is you in your game and your statements on Twitter. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Steph Curry is a sharpshooter. He is one of the most aggressive, um, take words out of your mouth type players I've ever seen in my entire life. Fucking life. Why do former players just continue to talk shit on him? I don't know. I don't get it. Because he's that good, Skip. He's yeah. just that fucking good. Stop being hater, man. The guy's a fucking beast. Yeah, he is a beast. He is a major beast. So, uh, it how, is about, wh- how about Colin Coward? You see his quote? Yeah, no, what'd he say? He said, Michael Jordan is the best player I've ever seen. However, LeBron James is the MVP of the NBA history. So, in other words, he's saying... LeBron James is the most valuable player in NBA history, period. Yeah. 
However, Jordan's the best player I've ever seen. The funny thing is... That doesn't is, even make sense. Well, you read it wrong, man. What the fuck what you mean? mean I read it wrong? I mean, it does make sense. Shout out to Colin Coward. Uh, Colin Coward's a Vegas boy. Uh, I met Colin Coward when I was in high school when he used to work at Channel 13 mm-hmm. with my boy Mark Miller. R.I.P. to my boy Mark Miller. He passed away. But he was a technician over there. Uh, he worked with Colin Coward in the sports at Channel 13. I met him. He used to do the high school games. He's a cool dude. The statement I actually like. Read it again with a little bit of passion. Uh, let me see if I got it right here. I mean, read it with a little bit of passion. Uh, where the hell is it? Michael Jordan is the best player I've ever seen. LeBron James is the most valuable player in NBA history. Yeah. Michael Jordan is the best player I've ever seen. Okay. Period. All right. LeBron James is the most valuable player of NBA history. I, I agree. I, I, think I guess I get it. The no. way you said it wrong. I don't think you could have said it any better if no, you're going to use it. Michael. I said it right. Maybe I just didn't understand. Your voice it. fluctuation was terrible. Are you sounding like that on the phone today? Michael. I got a game Jordan. today that's going to bottom line get the I job s- for you. Sound- it's a game that's going to put a smile. I got a game today that I've isolated a game on the board tonight that I have information on. Absolute blowout winner. Sound- game of this magnitude is going to be over by halftime. I sound That's like a four, I sound like a forty-five played backwards. Oh my God! You sound Michael like- Jordan is the best player ever. God, are you sipping, LeBron sir? LeBron James is the most valuable player, player in, NBA in NBA history. There you go. So, uh, I, Colin, that's, I agree, brother. I thought that was very uh, uh, good ways to put it. You can only put Michael Jordan in so many statements. Mm-hmm. But Michael Jordan, in my eyes, is the best player I've ever seen, and I'll die with that. Uh, LeBron James is uh, MVP, uh, NBA, uh, most valuable player in the history. That's a fucking fact. Well, speaking of history and futures, there are some future bets out there. Just to update you what the odds are. Uh, to win the NBA championship? Like I said, we don't, we don't, we don't do uh, prop bets. We've made no. it very clear. The only thing that you can prop are our balls right under your bookie's chin, which would mean my cock's in his mouth. Prop bets are for guys that are grandma, grandpa, guys out there looking to take a shot, guy down there working at Subway looking to take $30 and take a shot. That's not for educated sports guys that are looking to make money. Golden State is a 2-3 to three favorite right now to win the championship, so... You got to put up three hundred to make two hundred. The Cavs are what two to one? Two to one. All right, Oklahoma City nine to one. Guys, nine to one. Listen, it's not a bad wager. Nine to one. I will guess. Best believe they win the night. That'll be. Uh, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't take it. Spurs are ten to hold one. Hold on a second. Thunder's nine on. to one. I, hold on. I don't give a fuck what you say to those people out there in Oklahoma that have their teams back. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't fuck around, and if you were in the position to put nine a thousand or a hundred dollars to win nine thousand or nine hundred off your hundred. I'd rather There's a fucking chance Oak City can win. Oak City gets by uh, the Spurs, it, motherfucker. It, it's on. I'd rather throw $100 on the Phillies win the World Series at 350 to 1 right now. You'd rather throw $100 in the bingo machine. <laughs> bingo machine. Let's it's, be it's, honest. It's Keno. Keno, sorry. Well, you play bingo too sometimes. Sometimes I do. My Did, wife likes to play bingo. My mother likes to play gonna bingo. I was just going to say, is mom's. And yes, I do play bingo. Is mom, mom's is out here fully established, right? Fully established. When's the last time you took her to play bingo? Fully established. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Let's get, put a little, let's, let's get her back in the bingo parlor. You know well, what I mean? We like to chase the big progressives when the progressives. Oh, uh, okay. Are like the lotteries? Yeah. yeah when, when they get what, to a certain level, yes. you know they're in. Yeah. Speaking of that, I bought some Powerball tickets when I was down in San Diego this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't turn out so well. No. Nah. Well, it never does. Uh, although, a uh, friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Big Worm in Texas. Uh, he won a million dollars on a scratch-off in Texas. Mm-hmm. friend of mine. Yeah, his wife was being a fucking whatever. Uh, sent him to the store for Similac. The daughter was crying, mm-hmm. something. 
Went to the store, got it, was mad as fuck at three in the morning, got a million dollar scratch off. Wow. Swear to God, true story. Shout out Big Perp. Yeah, so, I mean, dreams come true for certain people, just not me. I had to earn. If you're a guy like myself that comes from nothing, and like Skipper comes from the trailer, I come from North Las Vegas, guy that comes from nothing, mom had nothing, dad had nothing, grandparents had to raise you, and you have had to earn every fucking dollar that you've got. Uh, You've had to live by the motto, take it till you make it. Uh, a guy that's, you know, earned every dollar, come get with us. Let us show you how to go to another level. Uh, I got no problem showing the formula for success because at the end of the day, these people deserve it. Don't they, Big Skipper Dipper? Damn right they do. That's a fucking fact. Moving on, let's get right into Major League Baseball with the Big Skipper. Mm. Uh, Notes, stats, statistics. Uh, Everybody loves your baseball breakdown, Skip. Why don't you go ahead and spit some flames on these people and uh, tell me and our fans... The reason why they need to call VIP. Who's hot, who's not? What's intriguing you right now in baseball? Well, there's a lot of things intriguing me. There's a lot of strange and weird and funky shit going on. First thing I want to say is hats off to Max Scherzer. Wednesday night, Max Scherzer, wow, what a performance. 20 strikeouts in a nine-inning game. Congratulations. 20 strikeouts. You know what? I'd like to give a shout-out to the New York Mets. Whatever you did when you sat behind the dugout, Mm -hmm. you must have spit some fucking fire in their ear because those motherfuckers... uh, have been getting the job done ever since you... Uh, I was on the dugout. I was in the first row with my good friend. You know what, guys? Let me tell you what Skip did to me. This fucking guy has five brand new absolute blowout winner VIP shirts. He knows he's going to go sit front row at the bench. Uh, uh, tell these guys where you sat, Skip. I sat on the dugout. In the, on the Mets he's dugout. sitting in the dugout with the players. Not in the dugout, on the dugout. On the dugout. You're yeah. sitting right over the fucking players. Yeah. I know where the fuck you were sitting. Front row. You were only front page of fucking, uh, sport. you were on Sports Center. You were in four different papers front row. ESPN. I know where the fuck you were. And what the fuck you think this guy has on his fucking coat and his fucking gray sweatshirt sitting at the fucking gate? Can you tell me, I waited till you were live on the air. Can you explain to me, I watched you call your wife and tell her to bring the shirt. Can you explain to me for everything I do for you, why the fuck you didn't wear this shirt? Well, I don't want to throw my wife under the bus. It's got nothing to do with your wife. Well, it does, because I, oh, I, oh. I didn't pack my VIP sports t-shirt. I didn't have my... But abs- you don't even care. Like, I called my wife and... You knew you were going to be front page of Sports Would Center. Would you like me? ESPN. What are you on, Mike I'm, and Mike, too, I'm or ex- what? I'm explaining it. Fuck, next you're going to be on with fucking... I, uh, I didn't have the absolute blowout t-shirt in my bag. I didn't have the VIP sports t-shirt in my bag. Uh... My wife was supposed to pick me up and take me to the airport. Right. She was running a little bit behind. I called her and told her, grab one of my shirts because Steve's going to have a cow if I don't have the T-shirt on when I'm on the dog. Well, the front row tickets were there, right? Well, yeah. The T-shirt, the shirt should have been there, too. Well, maybe you're right. Uh, however. Do you even feel bad at all or you don't care? Did you have a good time? No. You don't give a fuck. I had a great time. You don't give a fuck. I was there when Bartolo Colon went deep and I was right there at the dugout celebrating Big Sexy's home run as he went deep <laughs> over there at Petco Park. What a blast. It was awesome. Uh, Assessment is two home runs. David Wright a home run. It was, it was a great time. We had a great time. Partied a little hard in the Gas Lamp District. Oh, did you? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you missed the day there, too. So, you yeah. know, guys, that's just a sign when you know one of your guys are making a lot of money or maybe too much money, Skipper. Never too much. Well, you're down to four days a week. Uh, your schedule's about four or five hours a fucking day. You slide in here for about four hours. You've completely transformed into your summertime gear. I mean, all I'm waiting for you to do is come in here in a pair of sandals and sun lotion. I know that I'm not going to see you again for a few months. Uh, you might as well set the fans up and tell them now that no. there's going to be two, three weeks where I don't see you here real soon. Well, that could be possible. 
And when would that be so our fans know? If they probably don't... towards the end of June, July. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you look him in the eye and tell him probably? Or won't you? Uh, most likely there's a 98% chance that at the end of June, heading into the All-Star break in July, you won't be seeing the big skipper at all. Period. And what will you be doing, skipper? When you're on your off time, listen, I want to go into a life of a guy that bets big and lives larger. Uh, I want to go into the life of the number one sales not only are you the number one salesman at VIP Sports, mm-hmm. but it's not a number. It's not a secret. Let, let, You're the number one salesman in the, in the industry. industry. Period. Let's yeah. get that fucking straight. Bar none. Bar none. Yeah. Period. period. You outright rooms. Yes. So, uh, what does a guy like yourself mm-hmm. do on your off time? With all you know, what do you do, Skip? I like to spend my off time with my family, with my son, my beautiful wife of 31 years. Okay, what do you do? Uh, we travel around the country and uh, travel where? What do you do? I need a little we, bit more detail. We travel around the country and we go to baseball parks. We've been to 19 out of 30. We got 11 more to go, and I've got uh, scheduled four of them to hit this summer. Oh, when are those, uh, Skip? I'm not going <laughs> to give away dates. I'm not going <laughs> to. But I will say that I'm taking a southern trip, perhaps, this summer. Uh, maybe knocking out the Miami Marlins Stadium. Uh, perhaps Tampa Bay. And uh, maybe going to see the... Uh, oh, God. What the, you you should have just said you were going to go see the worst team in the league. They yeah. would have known who you were talking about. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, who just beat your Phillies yesterday. I'm, it looks like this summer I'm planning to knock out Miami, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and possibly Washington Nationals. Uh, looks like we're going to hit those four... That'll get us up to 23, and that'll leave us with seven. Okay, so there's nothing in between, because for me, that don't seem too exciting. Well, uh, that, that's for you. You, no, you, I'm you saying, ask me what I'm doing. I'm just saying, but you're just saying, like, all you do is go to the ballpark, like, well, all Skip does is go to a game. Don't you eat fine food? I know yes, I do. You go to, well, okay. Does it fucking look like I eat fine food? <laughs> Tell me. I mean, so, so you go to a ballpark, you're I'm, in San Fran, lay me out, what yeah. do you do? Well, you hit a fucking trolley, where do you take the family? Well, in San Fran, I do a lot of things. See, I mean, I love San Fran. It's my favorite city to visit. I so mean, on your off time, you're eating good, too? Yes. What I like to do, uh, my wife and I, we usually go by the Guy Fieri uh, See, there you diner, go. Now, now you're telling yeah, the people what diner, the fuck. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. We what li- do you spend your we, money on? We like that show. Okay. Okay, so when I go to a different city... I pull up Guy Fieri, when, and I see where he goes when he's in those cities. And that's how we find some very uh, unique diners, dive-ins, and drives. We found some good food that way. Um, that's one of the things we do. We like to catch in maybe a museum so for the sun. You like to actually get out of the limelight of VIP and Money Talks and the VIP Sports Podcast. Yeah, I'm not and all, hang I'm, low. Yeah, I'm not all about the lights. And hang low and just go chill the fuck out and get back to normal. Uh, to come back for football season and do it all over again, because guys, we like to find we like to find some fine restaurants. We like the diver, the diners, the dive-ins, the drives. You know, the dives, like I said, and uh, we go to the game, man. And we whatever is unique to that city, we like. Right. You know, I, I've been all over the. So country. you sightsee when you go to those cities. You go ahead and tear the uh, whole city up. Not necessarily sightsee. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, we like you know. If I'm in St. Louis, we'll do the arch. You know, mm-hmm. if we're in San Fran, we'll we'll ride a cable. You'll do car. the gay parade. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, I seen your assless chaps, Skip. Come Did on, you? man. They were hung up in the bathroom. Uh, you might be the only one that's seen them. Well, anyway, moving on. Bryce Harper mm. uh, suspended for a game. Uh, beast. Las Vegas guy. Love you to death. One of the biggest beasts in the world. But one thing I do got to give you a little advice on, Bryce. And like I said, you're my boy. And we talked about it. You got to pump your brakes just a little bit. Yeah. There's, I mean, you're you're getting a little too Hollywood now. You're getting a little too cocky. He's Bryce. the best in the game, and he knows it now. Yeah. yeah. Keep that average, just keep the white boy, I know I'm the best, but I really don't want to let people know that I know, attitude, it'll take you a long way, because remember, there's a difference between a superstar and a star. Yeah. Uh, big fucking difference. Like I said, we don't want you to go down as just a star. Keep your composure, stay professional, keep beating up players and being thugged out and letting them know you ain't no fucking punk, because you're from Vegas. 
You're from that L motherfucking V, and if they got a problem with it, let them the fuck know and still hold your ground, but calm down a little well, bit. Well, listen, when you're getting choked out by Papelbaum, when you're, you know, F you and the ref, I mean, the umpire. Well, that's the only I, problem I got. You can't fuck. Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's man. talk. You know what? I, you, you, I liked him when he fought Papelbaum. He was about to beat his ass, too, by the way. But hear me out. You, when you start telling the refs, fuck you. Yeah, you can't F you the umpire. Man. Yeah, that's, that's when I'm saying you're getting a little Hollywood and you, and you know that you're the best and you're well, feeling what, like you're Michael Jordan and well, you can just what do happened. whatever you want. You gotta, happened, right? he, yeah. got, he got thrown out of the game. He was back in the clubhouse. I'd have thrown him out for uh, three games. The, 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 the team came back and won the game and he came, out, he came out of the clubhouse to celebrate with him on the field yeah. after the game. But he had been thrown out of that game, which means you can't come back one of the field. I know, I know how it is. You hit so, the shower. What well, that's so the term. Came, he came, hit the showers came from. He came back out. You're done. Yeah, he came back out of a game that he been thrown out of to celebrate with the team when they won and uh, stared the ref down and gave him the big F you and was pointing fingers at him. I love it because he wants to beat his motherfucking ass. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, hold on. on. Man. You, listen, Bryce, have a little class is all I'm trying to say. Okay, listen. Have some class because yeah. you're the best and you there's something that comes along with the best. You are a beast, right. But, but look, on the, on the flip side, the good side, this guy puts his heart and soul into the, into this fucking you can't game. Can't act like an asshole. Yeah, but Skip, there's been so many players that you've sat here and hypocrite uh, that you said that you can't stand because they don't give it all they got. They have injuries that they should play through, mm-hmm. and you're like, you don't understand why the owner pays. If you're an owner, this is a fucking guy that you want. This is a guy that has passion and heart. He's willing to die. He's willing to fight. He's willing to scrap. He'd really go out there, leave his fucking heart and soul. That's a fucking sign of a true champion. This is a guy that makes no excuses. He uh, gives it all he got. And uh, he performs like a fucking true superstar. Shout out to Bryce Harper, best player in baseball. Chicago Cubs moving on. Still the best team in baseball. Like I told you, your Washington Nationals are looking so-so. They're all right. They're, 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 they're a half a game out of first. I don't give a fuck about whether in first, second, they're or third. Much, I said they look so-so. They're pretty much tied with the Mets. Maybe I, I half have my opinion. They, they're, they're, they don't look like the, the Cubs, buddy. Well, they just got swept by the Cubs. So. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, that, was, that was not good. No. I mean, and you didn't think, did you think that would happen? I didn't think they'd get swept, no. You thought they'd win at I least don't think one. Too, I don't think too many people did. No. Well, I did. I, I made it very clear in the last podcast. The Cubs are up seven games. They're 25 and eight. Uh, they are looking phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, Dodgers, 17 and 16. Just a game over 500 and first place in the NL West. What well, do you think about the NL West? Yeah, they're pretty much tied with San Fran, who's 18 and 18. They're, 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 listen. Hey, this is National- a division that's similar to the NFC East in football. <laughs> the National League West. Yes or no? The National League West, who I actually said I thought was going to be the best division in baseball, turns out there's nobody over 500 in that division. There's not. Uh, and San Fran and Dodgers are at the top. They're a couple Ar- games Ar- away. Arizona and Colorado's only one game behind them. Uh, and shit, San Diego's in last place in that division. They're only two and a half out. So, turns out that division has looked like shit so far this year. Uh, I still say Arizona will be there at the end, so that's my prediction. And what I want to say once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're telling me you're looking at these schedules and you're kicking ass and taking names with these matchups right now, do yourself uh, a favor and look in the mirror. That way you know what you look like when you're lying to yourself. VIP Sports, guys, this is the time of the year where you need the pros. You need a guy like myself. I don't get games picking in my underwear. I'm not a guy that has a chalkboard and uh, telling you to bet both sides. I'm a guy that's born and raised in Las Vegas, third generation. I work with the guys that make the lines here in town. I work with players, coaches, and CEOs. It's a little bit different than these jokers in their underwear handicapping, Skip. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I take pride in what I do. So baseball, there's a hell of a lot of money to be made right now. VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Let me make you a second income. We run promotions every day right up your rally. At no. the end of the day, you fucking deserve it. Moving into some NHL hockey, Skip. 
Let's talk about the hockey playoffs. We're in the hockey now? Yeah, it's moving to the hockey playoffs. Right, you don't well, seem too excited for NHL, which has been some I'm of the fire, most I'm excited fucking playoffs I've ever seen. Listen, Nashville, San Jose, Game 7. If you don't get fired yeah. up for Game 7s, uh, if you don't get fired up for, for the most sevens, scrappy, hardest-hitting athletes in the fucking game. If you're not watching Game 7s in the Besides NHL, linebackers in the NFL. If you're not watching Game 7s in the hockey playoffs, then you out, you're not a sports fan. You don't like fucking TV or sports. All right, listen. Game one, Friday night, Friday the thirteenth. Tampa Bay. Goes, Tampa Bay goes to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's minus a dollar seventy on the money line. The total in this game is five over minus one thirty to the over. Game one, uh, the Islanders. Wow, they got their ass beat by Tampa Bay four to one. Uh, Tampa Bay just rolled right through that series. Tampa Bay beat the Red Wings in, in the first series four to one, and in the best of seven, they beat the Islanders four to one. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, who got by the number one seed, Washington Capitals. Yeah. Uh, Capitals got blindsided. Capitals were fucking played shitty the whole time. Capitals got blindsided and lost that series 4-2 to two to Pitt. Uh, Something seems fishy with that series. Th- it was a good series. Yeah, F- but how did the Capitals just fold like that after how good they played all year long? Yeah, well, five of the six games were decided by one goal. It was a good series. A loss is a loss, Skip. You think your clients give a fuck if your game loses by one run or not? No, they no, don't. No, they want a winner. Right, guys? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. I got you. But anyway, this should be a hell of a series. Uh, the East Eastern Conference Finals. Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh starts Friday night, game one in Pittsburgh. Let's see what will happen. You want me to give you more? Yeah. Goalie Bishop, Tampa Bay. Kid's on fire. He's got two shutouts in the playoffs, so be careful. Yeah. Well, like I said, man, uh, great time in NHL right now. Uh, great time to make money. Uh, do you get that in your? Did you get that money in your drawer? St. Louis Blues. Skip, did you get the money from the runners? Oh, uh, yeah. Because, you know, one thing about our industry, Skip, is a lot of people talk about it. Well, yeah, yours is in your drawer. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, you know, this is the segment where, you know, people always talk about they make money. (laughs) People always talk about they make... Here, guys, here, let me bring bring back the old school for you. Uh, You know, let me show you how it feels. See, there's a lot of guys out there. See, people can talk all they want. People can talk till they're blue in their face. But I can show you better than I can tell you. I am the most feared sports better in the world. I can show you better than I can tell you. I've taken Caesar's Palace down for over a million dollars in the last three weeks. Yes, a million dollars. And ladies and gentlemen, it's real. Everybody needs money. Doesn't matter who you are. A star, a stalker, a weirdo, black, white, Jamaican, Haitian. At the end of the day, we all see green. Everybody needs money, right, Skip? You damn sure. Do you need a couple extra dollars? Yes. Could you use a second income? Yes. Go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com because you deserve it. Like I said, I got so much money, my money don't fold. Here you go, guys. Here you go. Wop, got him. Got Anyway, him. back into the show. I just wanted to show got everybody him. in the building. The difference between me and everybody else, I make millions of dollars betting sports. Uh, See, there's a difference between a rich guy uh, or a trust fund kid that thinks he's rich or a guy that uh, comes from nothing that actually makes millions of dollars from getting paid. Steve Stevens comes from nothing. All my money comes from winning games. You deserve the best. Let's move into a little Hollywood. What do you think, Skip? Yeah, sure. Uh, Shout out to Joel, uh, our paparazzi says Selena Gomez was spotted at uh, Light Nightclub here in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. 
all over Orlando Bloom. I guess she was just stalking him all over him, like just like stalking the fucking kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando Bloom uh, uh, dates Katy Perry. Uh, you like Katy Perry, Skip? Not really. He also had a fling uh, uh, with that model Miranda Kerr, who also fucked Justin Bieber. I mean, I don't really give a fuck about Justin Bieber uh, or Selena Gomez, but sweetie, when you're a star and you're in the light, kind of makes you look stupid when you're you're you know begging for some cock. You know, you call Justin. He'd, he'd fuck you all day long. Or call one of these guys that are looking for you. When you're in your club begging for the dick, it's just not a good look. You know what I mean? So this Orlando Bloom guy, he's getting around too. He's sitting there smoking cigarettes, kicking it. Got a lot of bad bitches in his portfolio. Mm-hmm. Got hoes galore. And he's got Selena Gomez stalking him at the club. Katie, Katy Perry, Miranda Kerr, and now he's got Selena Gomez stalking him. Yeah, I mean, should Orlando Bloom choose Katy Perry or Selena Gomez? I'll do them both. Well, he's probably going to fuck them both, but obviously Selena didn't catch his, I mean, Gomez didn't catch his eye at all. I think he should just get both of them and get in the middle. Either that's Selena or you never know. He might have been on a little cocaine, feeling a little bit weird, didn't want to tongue kiss and fucking finger you in the club. Yeah, who knows? Every now and then, guys just don't want to, you know, get all horny in the club. You know, it is what it is. Uh, Katy Perry's weird. I wouldn't want to date her. Uh, she was married to uh, Russell Brand, who I think is the weirdest motherfucker in the world. I can't stand that guy. Mm-hmm. He's your favorite actor, isn't it? No, I don't even know who it is. <laughs> Uh, moving on, what'd they say about the, 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 the Domino's delivery guy saved somebody's life or some shit? Domino's Pizza Special Delivery, my friend. A delivery driver for Domino's saves a loyal customer's life who had suffered from a stroke, Steve. Turns out uh, the customer orders all the time. He's been... Uh, he, he orders several times a week for, yeah. for the last number of years. Yeah, so they so, know him as a regular. Yeah. Like, yeah, for you. So what happens is uh, 11 days goes by, and this, and this fucking pizza ordering motherfucker, he just has an order. <laughs> Nobody knows where he is. So the delivery so dude the, that's on his route. So the delivery driver that normally takes him his pie uh, gets a little concerned, decides <laughs> he's going to go ring his doorbell. What does he find out? He hears the guy yelling for help, Steve. I mean, on a serious note, he saved the motherfucker's life. Shout out to Domino's and the delivery guys. Hey, listen, man. If you ever come to my house and I'm yelling for help, please help me, man. You never know what the fuck is going on. You want to hear something crazy? How many things did do this fucking... Do you want to hear something you don't know about the skipper? No, nah, go ahead. I used to deliver Domino's pizza. Fuck out of here. I swear to God. Guys, this is when a guy I, when, that... When I was like 20, 21 years old... Well, I know uh, you were a worker. Go I, get I it. Was, I was in between. I, I was a, actually a timeshare salesman when I was in college uh, in the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up in between jobs, and I delivered pizza for a little bit because I had to take care of my daughter and my wife. My wife was a nurse. Uh, you know, she's banging down decent bucks. But I, I couldn't be unemployed because I've been a worker my whole life. I was in between sales positions, Steve. And I took a job at Domino's. I delivered a few pies. And, man, could I tell you some stories. I was just going to say, these wow. de- these delivery guys... I made good money, by the way. Yeah. Real good money. They, they got to run into some way out shit. Well, you're talking... This was like, uh, what, 1989, 1990, something like that? Yeah. Uh, that's when Domino's was rocking like 35000 a week in business. The store was rocking. The phones were ringing off the hook. Yeah. The Big Skipper made uh, quite a bit of money delivering... Delivering pizza. And you know what? Yeah, I was a 20-year-old kid in between jobs. Listen, I, mean, I was a telemarketer from the time I was 16, 15 mm-hmm. and a half, Skipper. But just like you, dude, I was always a worker. You know, that's why that's why I love you as a parent. You've always done whatever it takes to feed the I family. I can tell you some wild out to those To those guys out wow. there that have kids that, you know, don't work and don't want to take care of the family, living off government and pills, fuck you. It's you embarrassing. Al- you can always go deliver a pizza, man. That's and, a fa- and it pays pretty well. That's what I'm trying to say. And, and there's no there's no boss. Nobody's ever on your ass. You stop by the store. Yeah, you, Skip, you, you, need pay- a, you need one factor, a car. 
Well, I had a car. I'm <laughs> saying a lot of people you're telling out there you can oh. be a deliver pizzas. Well, no, I had you a... need a car. You can't do it on a scooter. Well, I had a car. I, I mean, know. What kind of car were you delivering in? I, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a little Volkswagen Rabbit, which got about 50 fucking miles to the gallon. A little diesel Volkswagen Rabbit. And I threw those pies in there. And I just buzzed around town delivering pizzas. And uh, what made me stop that job, actually, uh was I got held up on Father's Day on a Sunday night. I got held up, had a knife held to my throat by three motherfucking punk-ass teenagers. And, uh, yeah, they got me, man. They set me the fuck up. What? Got them? Yeah. And hey, that, and that that's, was, that, that's that, that motherfucking uh, that south was, side or north side Philly? Uh, that was my last. That was uh, not a good area I was in. <laughs> and that was my last pizza delivery, folks. But, man, can I tell you a lot of stories? Yeah, well, we'll get your pizza fucking stories later, okay. if you don't mind. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, right I now? Think, I think people enjoyed that little segment. I, of course they did, but they need... Skipping his Domino Days. I'll get back to it another time. You know what? You should write a book. Domino Days to the number one sports consultant Absolutely. salesman in the business. Absolutely. You want to hear about From how rags I, to riches. It's a straight listen. You, want to hear you, about you how came I, from the trailer park, delivered pizzas at Domino's, to literally yeah. the best salesman, making yeah. in between eight hundred oh, yeah. and one point one million dollars a year as a salesman. Yeah. Great job, Skipper. Hey, listen. From a newspaper route, do you want to hear about how I, I washed dishes for three dollars an hour? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't think anyone does either. Well, it was fourteen. Congratulations, <laughs> you're a worker. Listen, back in entertainment news, Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon uh, split after thirty-three oh, years of marriage. God. Supposedly, Sharon Osbourne was seen on The View sipping lemonade. I don't know if you know what that is. That's Beyonce's new album, uh, talking about Jay-Z and uh, what it sounds to me like a bunch of sour bitches. This whole lemonade thing (laughs) with fucking uh, Beyonce and this, that, and the other, and she's sipping lemonade. It's just a bunch of bitches that are sour, what it is. Mm. Gives a fuck about your lemonade. You know what I mean? (laughs) Moral of the story is uh, Prince of Darkness uh, ended up getting some pussy. Sharon didn't like it, and uh, more than likely they're going to get a divorce. Beyonce's album and all her songs are based on it's 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 based on Jay Z cheating on her, and she's undercover like in every song talking about killing a guy and mm-hmm. I don't need you and you're a bitch and I'm a boss and you wow. ain't shit. Some woman empowering stuff on a street level, but uh, sweet sweetie, I'll take that lemonade and make it sweet. I'll put my balls in your sour ass lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, put some sugar God. in that lemonade. If huh? you're sour, you just need to find something sweet, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like I said, is your guy sour? Beyonce, if Jay-Z's sour, go find you something in your mouth that's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. You got to write an album about it. Make dude look stupid as fuck. But, uh, yeah, Sharon, you're sipping lemonade, too. It's Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne split after 33 years of marriage. Uh, moving on to entertainment news. Want to give a shout-out to Lamar Odom's dope dealer, continuing to make money. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker, I seen him riding through Beverly Hills in a fucking, fucking brand new ghost. Mm. Oh, my God. When the dope dealer's pushing Ferraris and shit, you definitely got a couple ex-NBA players, dude. A couple football players. You know, could you imagine Lawrence Taylor's dealer back in the day? Oh, shit. Anyway, Lamar Odom just won't quit his bad habits. He spotted around drinking alcohol. Uh, A couple weeks ago, uh, he's out. There's pictures that have surfaced with him. Earlier this week, uh, Lamar was spotted, I told you, at the uh, Beverly Hills Center Mall, arrived with a friend who needed to, you know, pick up a few things. He said, they're like, why are you at the mall? Just here with a friend, need to pick up a few things. He's fucking sitting there looking antsy as fuck. uh, And he said he was, he headed directly to the nearest bar in the mall. 
That's a sign. Well, that's, that's something I would. Well, that's, well, that's something that I. That's your second line of cocaine. Yeah. I mean, if my wife needed to pick up a few things at the mall, the first place I would go is to the bar. Yeah, but hear me out. If you're Lamar Odom and uh, you're twitchy and antsy, right. and you literally run to the bar, your first line of cocaine or whatever you feel good, Skipper. I never told you, man. I really love you. Thanks for being my number one gun. Line number two. <clears throat> you can't breathe a little bit, and you're looking for a drink real good to get your heart down. Okay. So signs to me from a guy from the streets. Looks like he either puffed a little bit of a rock, took a little tootso, and was looking for a Hennessy drink right away to calm that heartbeat down a little bit. Says he downed three Remy Martins in 10 minutes. Three Remy Martins in 10 minutes. That's the sign of the cocaine dealer getting rich. Mm. Goddamn, Lamar. Uh, you know, your God kept you here for a reason. Um, you know, I've been shot, killed in the hospital for, I wasn't supposed to come back. I, I'm here for a reason. I want to make something out of it. Lamar, get some help, dude. You're a good dude, great basketball player. You still have money. Don't worry about who Chloe fucks. Uh, pussy's a dime a dozen. Dick Listen, ain't free. Remember here, that, Here's dude. the bottom line. Here's the way I see this situation. This dude ain't changing, man. Yeah. Just let him be him until, uh, unfortunately, something bad's going to happen. So then I'm going to give a uh, shout-out to the media. Leave Lamar Odom yeah, alone let and him, let him just go fade away on let, his own. Just guys. let him live his life. I mean, the Kardashians confronted him. Uh, he said, listen, I can handle a few drinks. I'm not going to no damn rehab. Uh, leave me the fuck alone. Uh, this guy actually thinks he's going to make a comeback in the NBA, which is... Which tells me that he's smoking rocks and doing coke even more. <laughs> he's, he's delusional. Anyway, shout out to all the troops on the Armed Force Radio. Shout out to Ice-T and the 25th Infantry that he was in. Uh, shout out to the NBA. We're kicking ass and taking names. San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Good luck. Bryce Harper suspended for a game. NHL hockey uh, playoffs are in full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, there comes a time where you deserve to shine. There comes a time where you deserve the best. Fuck the rest. That's what we're here to do. Put money in your pocket. Don't forget, I work strictly on a commission basis only. I don't get paid unless you do. And people don't pay off losers. At the end of the day, I want to be the guy that makes you money. I want to be the guy that makes you a second income. Fair enough? From the behalf of Steve Stevens, VIP Sports, the Big Skipper, everybody here, see you, wouldn't want to be you. We love you. VIP Sports Podcast, we're out. Shout out. Go get that money, guys. I know. Mike check, bitch. Mike check, bitch. Hearing things. Hearing things. Hearing things. Been hearing a lot of shit, though. Gotta release that shit, bitch. Fuck you. Hold up. I got you, Dirk. I got you, Dirk. I got you. I got you. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. It must be the money talking. It must be the money talking. The sports book keep calling me. I won't lie. They really want to kill me off, but I won't die. Even though I lost the last game, I'ma try. Cause it's a constant struggle to make this money multiply. To make this money multiply, I gotta take some chances. Follow my gut and never bet with my heart. Never bet with your heart when you're playing with cream. And when it come to the screen, I ain't got a favorite team. That's the sports book calling. Telling me to bet big and go all in. Alcohol in my veins, I'm all in A hundred thousand on my game, that's boring Call up Steve Stevens, get a little advice